This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this week, my guest is uh, Maureen Edwards, who is the founder of Eight Simple Steps. Welcome, Maureen. Actually, Hi, welcome Gary. back. I welcome know. Back. It's, so, yes, it's so yes. good to be back. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate sure, it. Sure. Um, you know, so you've done so many things and, and part of, you know, what you do is, is teaching at Wharton and um helping people with business strategies and things. So what I wanted to talk to you about today was uh, the the chat GPT, because I think there's so much out there. And I think that people get it confused with other things like the chat bots and AI and things mm -hmm. like that. Can you kind of explain the differences there? Well, chat GPT is artificial intelligence. It's the biggest buzz out there. But there are numerous AI platforms that uh, have already launched, and we see a lot of startups um, who are considered unicorns out there coming out with more. So I would say this is one of the hottest industries that will be growing. So what ChatGPT is specific, mm -hmm. um, it's by OpenAI. That's the company who created it, and it is... I don't want to say a robot, but it's, I, I feel like it's an entity on the other side that can mimic human text, human conversations. I've even been in a situation when I'm using it and I'll say, well, what is your name? And they'll say, well, what would you like my name to be? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh -huh. Are you, are you a man? Are you a woman? What would you like? So it's almost like they understand what you're asking and right. they will go ahead and, you know, provide answers or converse with you. So for a lot of people, it may be a little bit scary. It's a little bit jarring at first, but it's going to be up to business owners uh, to really understand how to use this appropriately. That's the big word, but also strategically on how to grow their business and drive more revenue and beat their competition. And there are certainly some ways to do that. Um, and they could just take baby steps. They don't have to dive right in. But I guarantee that if they don't, their competition will be. And I don't want to see anybody left behind. So I think that's great that we're having this conversation. I mean, you know, 
there's a lot of of bad things that are out there, and it seems like you know you're you're hearing um, also with the, on the Chat GPT side about it being used for not so good things. Um, Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, there are so many different platforms and so many different ways to use it. And so when it's really um, mimicking human text and human conversation, people may use that for ill to carry on conversations that really don't exist with a real person. We also have um, image creation AI, and we also have voiceover creation AI out there. Um, that certainly is maybe the scariest to me because we're going beyond and helping us organize our thoughts and our text and become better writers and maybe um, better strategists. Now we can actually write text and then have a voice take over. And we can also copy other people's voices. And so you can only imagine how people could use that to be imposters. And that's not, that, that is, that's not the right way. But a voiceover platform could be really good, let's say for a business who wants to do a 30 second commercial, but they're not really good speakers, they a little bit nervous, they would have to hire an expensive group of people to do it. Now they can just put their text in about what they wanna say, pick the voice that is uh, most appropriate for their brand and create the 30 second ad. Hmm. So that is one great thing now that people can go ahead and use chat GPT or other platforms for save them time, save them money. They can create a, a quick video. So that's the best way that we need to start looking at it. So in that, I mean, you know, does this mean that that we're going to see that the, the chat GPT, you know, really eliminates a lot of jobs because of this? I think anytime you have disruption, you will lose some, but I truly believe other jobs that we don't even realize are going to exist right now are going to come about. That's why people have to keep an open mind and not be fearful about this. So a good example is I, I teach at Wharton and uh, students who are getting a digital media uh, strategy certification. So they are marketers. They are coming out to work with companies, maybe set up their own agencies. And I get questions when I teach the AI course, is this going to replace me? Is it even worth getting this? Are these jobs eliminated? And I say, absolutely not. If you use chat GPT in a way that you become the specialist, none of us are the expert, it's changing too quickly. But if you really specialize in how to work with this, it will make you a better marketer. Because chat GPT is only as good as the person behind it asking the very pointed, specific, insightful questions that gives the chat GPT, that entity, direction. So you're going to have to be the, um, the direction person. You're going to have to dive deep into this to provide a roadmap. And, and for those of you who have agencies, I had one person contact me and said, my entire content company was wiped out in 24 hours. I said, no, it wasn't. You were behind the curve. You didn't anticipate how a text AI could come out and start writing that content. You should have, and I'm saying to everybody out there, elevated your messaging to let your clients know they can't do this on 
their own. They need you more than ever because you are specializing in using AI at a level that's only going to enhance their business. You're the go-to person. So nothing should be wiped out here. Your messaging should be, isn't this great disruptive technology? And I'm going to use it for the betterment of the company, of my clients. Um, and that's how we should approach it. So you're going to have tasks now that you won't have to do, but you're going to be able to do others at a level you weren't able to do because maybe you were caught up in minutia. Right. And that's for every small business owner out there as well. Imagine getting rid of tasks that bog you down time-wise, money-wise. And now you can focus more on strategy, insights, really driving revenue without all the other stuff. So can, can you give us some examples of this? Like, you know, obviously, I, you know, I have the accounting and tax practice. What what would I use the chat GPT for? All right. So let's say you have a website. Everybody has a website out right. there and you want to maybe streamline some content. You have to have the content already there. I have to write 98% of what's out there. So just keep that in mind. If people think this is going to take over all of their writing, it's not. But what we'll allow you to do is take the content you have, put it through ChatGPT, and it'll streamline it a little bit more for you. Okay. It'll talk, you, you can get even deeper into who your target niche audience is, and it'll be able to pull out ideas that maybe you didn't think of that now you could use content and messaging for, okay? So that's the first thing. Also, there are going to be programs out there. And um, I just had somebody use, um, they were on Excel and this would be good for your financials that you have to mm -hmm. run. And she couldn't quite get the insight. She couldn't create the formula to get the insight for the question she needed. Okay. So she uploaded the Excel spreadsheet and she said, give me the formula that will give me this answer to this question. She had to know the question. So for you, Gary, in tax, maybe you have a whole financial analysis and you're stuck on something. Stuck, something maybe isn't lining up. You can go ahead, give it to ChatGPT and say, can you find the gap that I am not seeing because I'm not getting this answer? Okay. And it can can bring it to you so a lot of so so going back to the to the website side of things it's still me as the 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 you know the owner the content creator if you want to call it I still have to do a lot of work it's not like I can just turn this over without doing anything and boom all of a sudden it's doing stuff this is something yep. that you're going to have to work through and as time goes on, you'll have to update because of the refining of the information and so forth that's going to happen. Or if you want to take it further, um, I guess I look at it from a aspect of um, somebody going on your website and asking questions and this being able to kind of answer some of the some of the questions. But you have to have provided the information already for it to be able to do that for you. Yeah, I think one thing people think is that this is going to think for you. You'll put in a few words and say, give me all the features and benefits of my product to this audience. And it's going to go general stuff that it would spit out to anybody. So no, you're going to have to be very clear. 
what your service does for people, okay. the outcomes and benefits. You're going to have to give that all to them. You're going to have to talk about this is my specific audience. And um, can you please tell me um, how would this um, help me from these competitors? And you list them. And these competitors are saying this and this. So you have a lot to put in there to give it direction and to create your brand tone in your field, to give it some, some authenticity, because then when it gives you the information after you've already given it what it needs, you have to go back and edit it. Right. I will tell you, there are words that it comes up with that does not align with the way I would speak. And mm -hmm. my customers would want to hear from me. Same with the clients I work with. I'm like, okay, thank you for giving me a few of those social media things. But one, I can't use all those emojis because that's a red flag. It's a total social post from right. AI. You don't want that, right? They, they want to know there's a human behind your company. So right then and there, you have a lot of editing to do. And that's where you know people get kind of tripped up saying, I'm going to rely on this to do all the work. You got to give it the right prompts. You've got to give it the right questions. You got to give it the right content aligned with what you need. Remember, it's it's good data in, right? Good data out, you know, garbage in, garbage right. out. Right. Same exact concept. So it sounds like to me, a lot of what you're saying is like, hey, this can do a lot of the heavy lifting. But mm -hmm. you're going to have to make it pretty and sound like it's coming from you. Um, but it could certainly be good for if somebody's trying to do research on a topic mm -hmm. or things like that to, to get the bulk of it and then be able to, to refine it. Yeah. And that's a really good point because we usually Google everything and then we have tons and tons of options that we have to search for. Right. Well, no, now you can put in, um, give me the latest updates in the uh, tax industry um, and, and the specifics of what you're looking for. Give me some research about, you know, some of the legal changes that have happened. Right. Now, keep in mind, ChatGPT mm -hmm. only goes up to 2021. So that's another thing. You have to make sure that that information is coming in that's accurate, also not biased. There is some bias. And again, you've got to eliminate that. So the humans have to monitor the AI. That's why we're not going to be eliminated, right? And so those are the internal things that can streamline your operations, save you more time, allow you to be focusing on the things that can drive more revenue. But one of the best places I see this working is in customer service and increasing the user experience with your product. Now you mentioned, you know, somebody can come to your website and ask maybe tax questions or, you know, ask questions about your product and how would it impact me or, or, or whatever. But if you remember the chatbots of the past is what I call it, it was one simple question you could ask, and that's all they could do. They couldn't right. think logically to the next one. Okay, can you please clarify, I need more information about this, this, and this. The AI will be able to interact at a level that will dive deeper into be, being able to solve the problem for the customer. Because most of them could only do one or two and then go, oh, I have to call customer service and send you there. Well, that was a step people get frustrated with. Just oh, yeah. answer it. So now it's more sophisticated and they can solve problems. So you don't have to maybe have a big call center 
that's one area I think will have to evolve. Um, it's going to alleviate the time that you spend, but the customers will get their problems solved faster, more thoroughly, and they'll be happier with you. That's one area I think is going to explode and give them just a better customer experience. Right. Um, but here's the thing, you have to teach the uh, chat GPT, the AI, enough about your product that it can think it through and say, okay, I know enough about this because it has told me about it. I know this next question would follow that question and give it enough guidance that you get the problem solved. Right. It doesn't really have critical thinking without you giving it the thinking to act critically. Does that make sense? Yeah. I something I you know in thinking you know as as you're talking about this it's like you know I could certainly see people you know trying to cut corners with this and you know I'm I'm thinking you know accounting wise but also legally and things like that where you know they try to write a, a document or even kids in school trying to write a document that's theirs supposedly but the chat GPT is doing it. So there's definitely going to be some, some pitfalls because of this also as we go. Yeah. In fact, I just read that TikTok is requiring that if you have used chat GPT, you will go ahead, you will have to go ahead and um, disclose that. Um, so, and, and the schools now can actually incorporate programs that pick up certain yeah. words so that the, the kids cannot do that. They're also going to have to go back to written exams, written papers, um, because then you create critical thinking with those people, which is the whole idea of higher education. And right. um, so, and then remember, everybody's papers can look the same. If you've all been asked to do the same thing, I, they know immediately. It's so obvious. It's very general. And it's just kind of the, the same language over and over. So there are def definitely some pitfalls. But where I really see this streamlining things is, let's say you're in healthcare. It will allow you to pull and streamline all the records and be able to um, streamline um, asking the patients the right questions as intake. So right. people don't have to do the intakes. It's all immediately there. Um, and then they can hand over their symptoms and issues to a, a clinical provider. But all those steps are streamlined and done. Well, nurses and others in healthcare who are doing that can be used elsewhere to provide even better customer service to right. patients. How, how um, do you see people, you know, evaluating the ROI in this, because some of it, yes, some of it may possibly replace somebody. Some of it's going to make things more efficient, but how, how do you foresee people evaluating what the true ROI is on this? Well, I think when you start to streamline operations, you start to save money right? So mm -hmm. they're going to see more money with that. And, and a good thing, like I look at maybe um, manufacturing or let's look at Amazon because they have so many different 
trucks out on the street mm -hmm. delivering packages, right? This can completely streamline the logistics and give them a much um, easier way to cut the direction to make it more efficient that you don't go through these roads or these roads. No, this is your route. This is somebody else's route. We're not gonna duplicate. And so you can put in where it will tell these people exactly where to go to save you money in efficiency, in gas, in time. So that's how you can see the ROI with that. You're right. gonna be like, wow, our gas bill is down 30%. Because we just put an entire streamlined logistical program in. And there are different prompts of different AI platforms that you can incorporate. Google now has one. And one good thing about Google's AI is that they are current. So I think we're going to see a lot of people investigating that. Chat seems to be the beginning. But they're up to date. They're not two years behind. So People need to look at different platforms, but there are plugins and then there are specific companies that just deal with manufacturing and logistics and the trucks on the road, right? So I think the biggest ROI is if you see more productivity, more efficiency, and more money in your bank account with more customers because you converted them and made the experience more seamless for them. I think that's going to be the biggest deterrent of ROI. Right. And, and what would be your suggestion for, you know, you use the example about an Excel document that you're mm -hmm. trying to, to, you know, figure something out there. Um, in evaluating the different um, chat GPTs that are out there, and there's going to be more and more companies popping up to do this, how best should we evaluate which ones we're using and which ones we aren't using? Well, I think if you're brand new to this, I would start with ChatGPT. Now, there are two different types. There's the free version. And just like any free version, it's going to give you the minimal stuff. And right. I, and right now, I think that's probably all people need to investigate. And that's going to be more the text, the copywriting, streamlining an email for you. Um, if you're not a very good writer, that may be you know, something to help you out with. But if you want the paid version, which is the G4, you would have to upgrade it just like anything else. And that will open a lot more opportunities that will be more focused on, on your company. And so you can use, um, like I said, if you're a healthcare company, it's only gonna do so much to help you kind of um, evaluate um, your process right? Digging deep in. Right. Um, if you want a website analysis, it can go ahead and do that, but you're not going to get that from the free version. So see what you need. And if this is filling your needs with the free version, then, you know, go to the others. All of them are offering. Maybe you can do one voiceover. Mm -hmm. Like I did one and then I was like, oh, I want another. I think I got two. And then they're like, okay, you're done. You need to pay for this. <laughs> Right? right. Right. So you can do a lot of testing and and get a feel for it. It's going to depend on what your company is and what your company needs are. But there are a lot of them out there. Great. Um, I'm assuming also with this, the the chat GPT and everything that it supports different languages and things like that. Yeah. And that's another whole thing that I'm excited about because I actually have a client that created an app 
and it's um, a mindfulness type of app and it's in English and Spanish. So imagine how easy it's going to be to um, reach so many different languages. If you're an international company, you can translate that content and that material into another language so that you don't have to spend the time doing that. I mean, that's that's going to save somebody so much time and reach a broader audience because those who are not international right now may be holding back because they're like, I don't know if I want to enter that market. We have a language barrier. Mm-hmm. Barriers are not barriers anymore. That's interesting. Um, you know, just because, you know, we we where we live is a very diverse area. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, you know, there are limitations in dealing with um, people that speak a different language than we do. Um, they don't they don't feel comfortable enough talking about, you know, business and their finances and things like that in English. You know, so sometimes, you know, even though we probably would be the best people for them to talk to. They yes. don't feel comfortable enough because we can't converse with them in their native language. I think that is an incredible point because people will gravitate to the ones they're comfortable with. And it's usually the language, but that business may not be the most optimal right. than somebody who is more experienced, but they speak English. Now you will have the opportunity to maybe put content on your website or in your social media to be able to reach them and be able to, to converse with them. Um, I mean, you can put that right in the voiceover. It's languages from all over. So you put the information in, you put the question in, it'll translate for you to be able to communicate with them. So that is a perfect example of how ChatGPT is going to allow a business, even like yourself, to be able right. to reach a wider audience and grow your customer base. Right. All right. We've covered a lot. I could keep going because I find this this fascinating because it's, you know, it's like, you know, again, same thing, not trying to replace anybody, you know, mm-hmm. but definitely to enhance and maybe be able to have a quicker response for people that that are looking for information, you know, this is definitely helpful. Um, what if I not ask you, you wish I had? Um, I think that, you know, what is going to be the greatest pitfall here? And here's what I think it is. People, when something gets easier for them, they use it as a crutch. Mm-hmm. They start to rely on something so much that they lose their ability to um, be in touch with their audience, to keep that authenticity, to keep that that personality and that ability to emotionally connect. I think that if you disconnect yourself so much and rely on this to do all the legwork for you and be the buffer, I think that's going to hurt you in the end because at the end of the day, Business is person to person. People um, gravitate and work with people who they know, like, and trust. Nobody, I think, is going to know, like, and trust a robot. Right. And so don't use it as a crutch, Gary. Make sure that you are always thinking critically and creatively. Don't lose your creative edge and don't lose your emotional edge with your customers. Right. Right. No, I think that that's, I, I, you know, again, I could see where this GPT, you know, can go way off 
um, off course if people aren't careful um, and, and how they use it, that's for sure. And we have to be careful because there, there are plenty of people that are out there that will misuse this to take advantage yeah. of those um, that aren't aware. Absolutely. And uh, I think that, like I said, use it to just make you more efficient. Um, look at the gaps that you have in your business and personally, because nobody can be good at everything. Right. So identify where maybe some of your shortfalls are and where ChatGPT can help fill them to make you better at running your business, to make you better at your job, um, to make you better in interactions and communications. So right. that's that's where I think people have to have some self-reflection on how to use it well. Great. So Maureen, people like what they hear and they want to talk to you. How can they reach out to you? They can go directly to my website, which is 8simplesteps.net. Um, and, you know, what my specialty is, is I help businesses convert customers simply, especially those who are doing a lot of marketing out there and not getting traction. Um, I say you don't have a marketing problem. You have a messaging problem. So let's talk about how you can simply convert customers and make your marketing more efficient. Right. And right. we may be able to talk about like chat GPT. How do we make it a good marketing tool for you so that you can take your business to the next level? They can also reach me on um, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I'm all over there. Just send me a direct message. Let me right. know what's going on. Well, t tell the um, tell the group also about, um, you know, your your live um, cast that you do on Thursdays. Yeah. So if you are a business owner out there, whether you're just starting or, you know, whatever um, stage you are in your business, um, regardless of industry, I want to hear from you. I do a live show on uh, Thursdays at 5 p.m. It streams on Facebook, um, LinkedIn and YouTube. It gives you great exposure to talk with an audience out there of other business owners who want to understand the journey and your best practices you're using out there, words of wisdom, helping that fellow community, but also elevating your authority so that you can share people how they can get a hold of you and who you serve and how you change their life. So it's just a great 30 minute conversation, just like what we're having here. Um, but it really elevates you and gives you some exposure that maybe you haven't had before. And there's no limit to good exposure, right? right. Everybody, if you want to really make a difference in your business, reach out to as many people to, to share with them what you do. Great. Maureen, again, I really appreciate your time. Enjoyed having you on here as usual. Um, thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Gary, for having me. And I really hope it helps uh, your audience out there and brings value to them. So thanks again. Great. This week, our guest was Maureen Edwards, who is the founder of Eight Simple Steps. Thank you, guys, and I'll see you next week. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.